1: FOREVER! DOG! Do not go gentle into that good night.
0: Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline.
1: I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me
0: in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear.
2: I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now... Lend me your ears.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Literati, a podcast that... Hmm. Well, how can I best explain it? I know. A podcast that expands your mind and demands that you find a dime in the ocean of time. But don't let the grind bind you to the direction of the sign that says go, go, go. But you can't say no, 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 because if you fall out of place, then you lose the race, and there is no grace set for the empty space. That will be where you stand when your time is up, and your soul be damned.
2: Oh, whoa. <laughs> Hey, Michael. Uh, what the heck was all that? <laughs> what was what? I mean, the way you were talking just now—it's different than the way you usually talk. <laughs> I don't think so. It's the way I always talk. No, 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 no. There was there was a rhythm and a cadence to your sentences, and it had like a—I oh, don't know—like a flow to it. And the word, the words you were using—they weren't normal. They were like flowery,
0: <laughs> flowery.
2: I yeah, 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 you're... like flowery. I... Like if your words were things found in the natural world, I'd have to say they'd be flowers.
0: <sighs> okay, Colin, you got me. Um I have some bad news. Uh oh no. Oh no, yeah. no, no, yeah. Michael. My- uh, well, there's a reason I was talking the way I did, and oh, Michael you and the listening audience aren't going to like it. Michael, don't say it. Please don't I'm sorry, say it. Sorry, Colin, but it's time to talk about poems.
2: <laughs> no. I don't want to talk about poems, Michael. I hate them. I hate them so much. Colin, Colin,
0: Colin, get a hold of yourself. (laughs) Come on. I hate poems, too. We all do. But we have to discuss poetry today. It's required by the Department of Literary Podcasting that for every 399 hours of podcast content dedicated to real literature, 15 minutes must be dedicated to the ruse that is poetry. So. The sooner we get this over with, the sooner we can move on.
2: Okay. Yeah, okay, fine. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Okay. Sorry, everyone listening at home. Uh, This hurts us as much as it hurts you.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, we really apologize. If there's anything worse than poems, it's got to be people talking about poems. So just bear with us and we'll get through all this, I promise.
2: Okay, here we go. So you're probably wondering what makes us qualified to talk to you about poetry. Well, Emily Dickinson is my celebrity crush. And I was once trapped under a collection of Shakespeare sonnets for two weeks. (laughs) I had to chew
0: through my arm to get free. Unfortunately, when I was done, I realized I'd gnawed off the
2: other arm. Had to start all over. Now that you know we're qualified, let's start with what is a poem? Well, a poem is a piece of writing... But, like, barely. It's kind of like talking, but then it's also kind
0: of like singing, and it's definitely worse than both.
2: And poems are
0: always metaphorical,
2: which honestly makes me crazy. Yeah, just say what you freaking mean. Just say what you freaking mean. I mean, it makes me mad as a bear, and I
0: mean that literally. Poems are probably the shortest things that make me furious. Vines were a close second, but at least they went out of business. I wish
2: poems would go out of business. Anyway, you're probably wondering,
0: what does a poem even do?
2: Well, mainly poems are
0: used to trick people into falling in love with you. Poems tend to confuse the heart and disorient the
2: mind. I tricked all my ex-wives into falling in love with me using poems. And I used an E.E. Cummings poem to cajole my father into saying he loved me on his deathbed.
0: So where do all these awful poems come from? Who the hell writes all these stupid things? Well, the people who write them are called poets, and they're usually just losers trying to get laid.
2: Yeah, poets are mainly just horny losers and black turtlenecks who are not really good at anything else that people might find attractive qualities in a person, so they pretend to be writers so people will sleep with them.
0: Or they're people from the past who had emotions and thus were labeled insane and outcast from society. And we commiserate with that. But just write a frickin' story! Yeah! Instead, they scribble out a few lines of nonsense before they're all out of
2: ideas. I mean, you should see some of these poems, okay? I mean, the margins on some of these things are insane. And they're still not even close to a page long. Seriously, it's a joke. It's a joke! Also, when you're writing poetry, it's like some poems have a
0: ton of rules, and some poems have practically no rules. Uh, I'm sorry, which is it? Yeah, am I supposed to follow the rules or not? I mean, it's like damned if I do and damned if I don't. And poems used to rhyme, but now these days they don't rhyme at all. They're just sentences.
2: The whole poetry genre is a frickin' mess, if you ask me. And all you poets and poem enthusiasts need to get your shit sorted out.
0: Anyway, Colin and I each wrote a poem we'd like to read. I guess I'll go first.
2: Mine's just a dumb haiku. Here goes. Who will light our way? To what being shall we pray? Sundown, end of days. Ugh. I know. Oh, it's so dumb. And it accidentally came out sounding like a prayer. Ugh. Oh, it was just supposed to be a meditation on influence and hope as finite creatures living in an infinite world. It's so freaking lame. Oh, why are they making us do this? It
0: just seems cruel. Anyway, here's mine. <clears throat> what beauty can I hope? to bring into this world where everything meager, eager, small, or grand seems to be complete. Any awe oozing from the corner of my mouth is paint on the museum tiles, or pain, or something inconceivable, concealed in a virgin's tongue. I'm still haunted by two ghosts of the same sweet girl, the mythic neighbor. One is burning and broken as the veil around the kiln. The other remains. There is nothing better. Tomorrow holds only shades and bowls of cherry stones.
2: Bad, right? I did not like it. I hate
0: the way it made me feel.
2: Whew, well, that's all over with, thank God. Oh my goodness, and luckily we won't have to do another segment on poems for another 399 hours. Thank goodness. Well, enough of that unpleasantness. Fortunately, we are going to one
0: of our favorite sections of the podcast, our guest reader, and today we have quite a treat. We are so excited. Um, our special guest is a novelist, who you probably know, who is making their foray into young adult novels with their newly published work, My Summer on the Island.
2: Everyone, please enjoy a reading from Aunt Beth.
1: Hello, yes, my name is Aunt Beth. I am a fiction writer. I write uh, mostly novels for and about single white women in their 40s who Travel. But you know, my publisher wanted me to get into young adult fiction. She said that's a lot of money there. At first, I said no because I don't get along with anyone under the age of 39. That's just my truth. But then I remembered, you know what, I was a young person once. And I bet I could be relatable to no fewer than one teen. As you know, the title of my first novel was The Woman Who Ran Out of Time to Have Kids, but you know what, she never wanted them anyway. So this is an excerpt from my young adult fiction novel entitled My Summer on the Island. Long Island is actually quite peaceful. Eleven-year-old Ciara thought as she brushed her flaxen natural curls that she vowed to never heat style... I can get up at 6 a.m., make a strong cup of coffee from Good Beans, have a cigarette, take a walk on the beach in my Eileen Fisher organic cotton long cardigan, and come back to watch the Today Show, all without seeing anyone from school. You don't get that in the city. It was the perfect summer getaway for me to focus on writing my one-act play. Shit, my one-act play. I'd been putting off writing it. It's for the Hampton Falls Long Island Young Playwrights Festival. And when is the deadline? Oh, yeah. This weekend. And it's already Thursday. Crap-ola. I gotta get to work. But I had writer's block. Imagine this. A warm glass of white wine filled with particles of sand. You really want to drink it as an 11-year-old, but there's no way it would be good. That's a perfect metaphor for the kind of writer's block I'm experiencing. You know what? Maybe I'll just pop my head out of my picture window just for a little break and have one tiny cigarette. Listen, I'm 11. I don't smoke often, and yes, I had one this morning. I know it's not a glamorous vice, but every now and then I like to sneak one itty bitty cigarette. Then I heard a voice Ciara? Ciara! Have you finished the denouement on your one act? It was my father. He was yelling at me from the bottom of the stairs to my lofted bedroom. (laughs) Lofted bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds cool, but it's really the only type of modern home in Long Island that's affordable anymore. You know, I'd like to scream back, No, Dad, of course I haven't finished my denouement yet. I haven't even spit out my exposition. But how could you understand? You're perfect. You're David Mamet. He's so out of his mind. Probably from all the cigarettes. Oh, my God, the cigarettes. I wonder, do I even have any matches? The FBI confiscated all my lighters last week after they raided my locker unfairly for evidence in the high school arson case. (laughs) Ugh, like I would light Mrs. Stilp's reflection room on fire. Okay, yeah, she was the bad religion teacher, but I don't have time for that type of crime. You know what, whatever. Whatever. I put the cigarette in my mouth, and then, wait, I hear my father in the stairwell. (laughs) But if he saw me smoking, he would just shrug and say, Who cares? How's the one act looking? I'm not a playwright, father. I don't want to follow in your footsteps, okay? I could be anything. I could be a travel agent, or, or a white wine taste tester, or a manager of the Cancun Sandals Resort. It's the nice sandals. <sighs> I guess, deep down, I'm writing this play because I want to impress my father. And also, deep down, I guess I'm avoiding writing this play because I'm scared. Of my own wild success. But you know what I'm not scared of? This cigarette. I'm lighting up, baby. Thank you so much.
2: Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Canain come in. And a very special in-studio music session from legendary Mdu Mokhtar. You're not gonna wanna miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Wow. Um, absolutely amazing.
0: That was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aunt yeah. Beth, yeah. for
2: uh, our. I, us. I, uh, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I just want to get the pronunciation yes. correct on your name. Is it Aunt Beth or Aunt Beth?
1: Well, you know, it is Aunt. Uh, it, it, sorry, it, it's spelled like Aunt, but I pronounce it like Aunt, gotcha. so as to be approachable.
2: Great. Oh, I understand. Yes, and that's course. your
0: first name? Yes, correct. Do you aunt. have a middle name?
1: Yes, um Beth.
0: Aunt Beth Beth. Yes, correct. That's beautiful.
1: Thank you. And do you have
0: any uh, nieces or nephews?
1: Yes, I have quite a few actually. What do they call you? They call me Aunt Beth Beth.
0: Yes, well, Mm. I'm sure they're lucky to have somebody like you as a role model and a person who can read them stories around bedtime, especially now that you're branching out into the younger
2: fiction. That's what
1: I I, thank you so much. I agree with that. I don't like to read to kids, but Uh um, I could get into that if there's money.
2: Well, we we do have to say that this uh, podcast is mainly a literature podcast for children, so we will be having to bleep out Crapola. Yeah, oh. that one's not going to... Also Biddy, Itty Biddy. itty Biddy. Biddy just sounds too much like... Titty. It's, and I, we didn't right. realize you were going to be swearing. That's our fault for I'm, not making that clear.
1: Shit, I'm so sorry. That's yeah. okay. That was hey, okay, right? It's fucking okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good, all trying you. to yeah. figure this yeah, thing yeah, out. Yeah, let's
2: together. all just fucking relax, all right? All right? And
0: <laughs> to be fair, we've only just recently uh, decided to be a podcast for children after hearing that it might be profitable.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. It is It is really profitable. You know those twi- those Twilinger books? I know the oh,
0: Twilingers. Oh, the Twilingers. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 At
2: Twilinger comes the vampingers. They made a lot of fucking money, and that's what we're hoping our podcast can do, too.
0: So... I want to hear mm-hmm. about your transition from the earlier works and what that was like and who you were Good. to the stuff that you're writing now and if you think you're going to keep going down this YA path or if you're saying why I ought to go back to what I used to
1: do. Oh, you're very funny. Are you Thank flirting you. with me?
0: <laughs> Only sexually. I'm
1: perpetually single, though. Oh. That's kind of my thing. Um, oh. You know, m- my earlier works are... are Ever since I was sixteen, I was mm-hmm. writing like a forty-something woman, okay. you know. And now that I'm finally in, in into my own, you know, as mm-hmm. a forty-something woman, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm feeling it's not enough. It's mm-hmm. not enough. And you know, my publisher came to me and they said they wanted me to branch out to, to young children. And I thought, you know what? One one day, I, w- I was a young child once. Mm-hmm. And but, yes, well, oh I'm sorry, this, go this ahead. No, sounds, absolutely, this sounds
2: very difficult. So when you were mm. you were a child. You felt like an old soul. Yes, I did. And now that you're older, your publisher's asking you to write (laughs) as if you were a a young person.
0: Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Are you
1: able to feel like you can be yourself? Yes, 100%. Um, Because really, at the end of the day, um, my philosophy is single, bingle, never be a tingle. And what does that mean? Yes, well, it means um, if you're always single, you'll never have a tingle in your heart for mm-hmm. anything that's too hard. I've yeah. seen this yes. on,
2: uh, there's a very famous poster with that, that phrase. It's a, a kitten that is uh, yes. mauling a pigeon. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. Then the, and then the, the pigeon
1: is um, hanging from the, the, the fence. <laughs> yep, and yeah. a little
2: speech bubble coming out of the uh, pigeon's mouth that yes. says, good God, Please don't kill me. Please don't. And then the cat saying, "Tingle dingle, uh, let's never <laughs> never mingle, mingle well, yeah, without
1: whatever. a tingle. Single yeah. mingle, never have a tingle." Yeah,
2: I don't
0: think that means we can't mess around.
1: Oh no, uh, absolutely. would love to have one night okay. stands, a couple night stands. You're just saying you're not
0: looking for anything serious. I'm not looking
1: for anything serious. Good, and my I'll... wife would hate that. Oh, wonderful. Should oh, I be I love here your for wife? This? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do the absolutely. thing you normally
0: do. Look, you know, up straight up. Great, just I look do straight yeah. up. Okay. Oh, that
1: is even go. better for me because that, that kind of ha- gives me an out of body experience, which is what I like when somebody else is in the room. Yes. For well, I, I, I usually like to am be...
2: around, and I just get people waters and stuff when they need.
1: That's really yeah, nice of yeah. you. And it's uh, really nice of you. I try
0: to have an inner body experience. Yeah, it's good. You know good, what I mean.
1: Good. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so back to your first question. Sure. Um, my uh, my experience as a as a. As a writer for for women who travel, I think um, it's important because women need to read on the beach. Mm. And a lot of women don't have children. So they have to read about what? Themselves. Mm. They have to read about loving and praying and eating. But Mm -hmm. then also they have to read about running and being Mm. and drinking. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Oh, I love cigarettes. their
2: Their books are their kids.
1: I think people actually, thank you for bringing the books are their kids. Correct. I would even say
0: that their books are sort of like the children they never had.
1: Yes, I love that.
2: Mm.
1: I love that. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. But actually, I want to go back to the cigarettes because cigarettes do. It's so funny. Cigarettes play a theme throughout all of my work because, you know, they're not in fashion anymore. Mm. Right. Would you say or would you say they are?
0: No. I no, I'd say no. vaping is a yeah. yeah.
1: I don't that's too cool. I think um cigarettes to me are approachable. Mm. Right? You see somebody smoking a cigarette, you're like they're sad. And mm-hmm. if you see a sad person, you want to think I'll go talk to them. Yeah, help them to out. To make them feel better. Yeah. So I always think putting cigarettes in my stories makes my characters seem sad but approachable. And also me personally, I smoke that
2: actually gives we, me. We a... can we can light up at any time too. Oh, perfect. Uh, we we always keep a, a pack of cigarettes right in the middle of the table. So just oh. feel free Unwrapped.
0: to open. do Feel free to grab one.
2: Unfiltered. Yeah.
0: That actually gives me an idea just for a book. Um, hmm. I guess the book would be Tim. Tim. The man who Tim. smokes cigarettes. Oh my god. Every single
1: day. Oh. That's My God. really
0: good. Do you mind if I I know this is kind of from your work, but I, since it sparked the idea in the room, you didn't mind if I like kind of use that at some point, do you? I I
1: I actually don't mind that because I don't okay, write cool. books about men. Yeah, well. So,
0: you're I'm not going to say that you're ignoring half the population, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> they're in there, but they're not um, a big part.
0: Uh, well, do you find that you have a male audience even though your books aren't about men?
1: Mm-mm. Oh.
0: Just to you've kind of sp- gotten narrow and specific you know mm-hmm. you remind me of like mm-hmm. a nancy myers
1: thank you where
0: there's just this sort of uh, elegance and class it's a yes. woman of a certain age a lot of i'd say linen
1: yes a lot of linen I love a lot linen. of white wine
0: a lot of white vistas wine, on the beach
1: cardigans the thing about that is that all those women have children and they don't forget that there's a lot of population they don't want children they want to be single they want to be the aunt the crazy aunt except mm. they're not crazy that's the thing. They aren't given, crazy. Society is crazy. They're not given a correct voice, so you know, th- this, I'm giving them a voice.
2: That's that's fantastic. And and, I, and that brings us to your your earlier work. Yes. Uh, what was it again? The woman who ran out of time to had ki- have kids, but never wanted to have them anyway. Yeah, something? but
1: you know what? She never wanted them anyway. Yes, mm. I wrote that when I was twenty-one.
2: That's fantastic. Wow.
0: <laughs> Most people at twenty-one are. You know, not finishing novels, uh, let alone no. contemplating what it's like to run out of time to have kids. So how do you get into that I, headspace? Yeah. Hey, just, you, are you an old
1: soul? I, again, yes, I'm an old soul. I just yeah. I just knew mm. that one day when I was 47, I would be looking at, um, I'd be watching a movie on Netflix. And it's with like Catherine Han and she's talking about like um, doing like an egg donation thing or something mm-hmm. or like, the, you know, and I'd be like crying because I'd be like, I ran out of time. I could just feel that when I was but, 21. What?
2: But then you realize the crying wasn't. It wasn't that. who I be- was. Because, because you never wanted to have them. The character never wanted the thing to have them any.
1: Anyway. Exactly. If the only reason you want to have kids is that you you think you might regret it later, that's a good reason. Mm, yeah. But that's not why I didn't never wanted any. Yeah. It's so. not a it's not an iPhone. I want it to be free.
2: It's, it's, not, an it's not an iPhone, it's not a train to jump on. You can't you put know? them
1: in a cage. Yeah. That's frowned upon. Yeah.
0: Do you want to know why I want to have kids? Why? Something to do. <gasps>
1: Just That's a good reason.
0: Your, yeah. your days are pretty wide open. You don't yeah. have a lot going on. Well, I inherited a lot of money recently. Oh, yeah. congrats! Thank you so much. A death? Yeah. Well, um, my I faked my own death and <gasps> I got a lot of money oh. from it. I ran in front of a Nestle truck. <laughs>
1: okay. And uh, okay. I was so. crushed to
0: death by semi sweet morsels, or so they think.
1: Okay. So then, how does the money go back to you?
0: I siphon the money through my twin brother.
2: Excellent. Now, does this twin brother actually exist? <laughs>
0: I can't answer
2: that.
1: Okay. Okay. Seems... I wish
2: I could tell you. Oh,
1: <laughs> the, but that voice? is this is how he talks. Talk? Okay. Uh, so
2: now, when, when I Nestle have... gets a phone call from your Hello, twin brother Nash- Hello, Nashley. <laughs>
0: There's a corpse in the middle of Interstate I-95 <laughs> covered in semi-sweet
2: bitter chocolates, and it's my brother's corpse. Your brother, your twin brother <laughs> discovered, <laughs> discovered. He was, okay, so
0: I was supposed to be going yeah, to yeah. his birthday party, which was at Papa John's. Papa
1: John, I love that story.
0: Only place that lets you do adult pizza party birthdays. And so this Favorite is the story. He waited 3 hours and of course it was also my birthday because we're identical twins. And when I didn't show up for 3 hours, he said, "Hey, something's fishy here."
2: Oh. And this is good cuz when you're telling Airtight. a lie, you want to have lots of tangents you can go on I and lots of all, details you can I get, never. get confused
0: all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't get me started on my two twin sisters. <laughs> what?
2: I don't, oh? oh. So you're oh, not literally
0: here for a second. <laughs>
2: They're, oh, no, it's you, they're me, Tina. They're separate. Don't twins, about me. Or they they were born at the same time as you and your twin brother. We're same time. Different mom.
1: <laughs> so you know what? This is why I wouldn't want to have kids because I could never tell them apart. Yeah, this
2: just seems like too much, right? It's
1: many ch- I guess who can remember? I can hardly remember my own birthday. I got to remember a child's? When is your birthday? 26th <laughs> t- of t- 25th 6th
2: it's
1: November. Okay. Wow. It usually actually falls directly on Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> every year, every year. That's
1: beautiful. It's a what Thanksgiving a good time to be with family. birthday. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, I like to be alone.
2: Well, I I had read somewhere. So you said twenty fifth, sixth. I, I, I it falters. I I I, Falter. I yeah. I I had read that. that that it was a very long. You read? Th- yeah, I I learned how to recently, and Congrats. I can't get enough of this stuff. But I read that uh, you had a very. It was an interesting birth that you were. Oh. You were like sort of, like uh, you kind of got like got stuck halfway. So you were. It yeah. was like you, an you over were... twenty four hour period where like half of your body was outside of your mother. So technically, that was your birthday. Yeah, you but read then that. The,
1: um... You read that article on the Daily Dot. Yep. Um. Yes, I don't like to talk. I about it. I read it
0: in Comedy Cake. Big shout out to sure. our sponsor.
1: I tried to get my Film mom to put that put that yeah. my, I tried to get my mom to put that article in Jezebin but couldn't get it in. Anyway, uh, I don't like to talk about it a lot but oh. I'll talk about it um because it was painful for me. I yeah. I can remember my birth.
0: Painful for your mom too, I bet. Mm. No.
1: It's about me. Uh you know, it's my birth. So I I came out of my mom and I could I was breathing. I was breathing the air but I was cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your legs were cold. No, my legs because the, the legs were in because you come out head first. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the legs were.
1: Uh, no, the oh, legs were warm because they were inside gotcha, the vagina, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha. so my, my head was outside, yeah. and um, Chili. so my my head was cold.
0: You gotta wrap that with a scarf.
1: And they did, and that's why I've worn mm. scarves my entire life. And
0: that's a beautiful one you have on. Thank now. you.
1: It's a silk. Um, it's from Paris. Cup uh, in constellations. Cup, exactly, a pink silk with a purple constellations, but it's it's um classy. Now I I want to talk yeah. about
2: uh. There was a very interesting. Uh, mm. The character of the, the father in, in mm. uh, your story was David Mamet. David
1: Mamet. The and do, you, do, you,
2: do you know a lot of a uh, lot of eleven year olds who who have playwrights as fathers? Who are I don't know if this was your experience, mm. but the uh, the pressures to write a one act play because I know it rang true with yes. me because my father is Samuel Beckett. So, yes, yeah.
1: yes. Uh, actually, that's really a great question. Um, I'd like to think my father is William Shakespeare.
2: Uh, it's not I, I,
1: though It's not Because that would be Too
2: Timelines off Insane yeah.
1: um, Do you
0: guys want to know Who my dad is Of course we want to know Who your, your dad? dad is Lynn manuel Miranda
1: Is he related to Lynn manuel Miranda Uh huh Oh it's exciting It's his uncle So it's does he <laughs> also do Broadway musicals Nope
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're related But their names are Slightly different Slightly different but like, close At the enough. end yeah.
0: He does the props for Stump <laughs> and it's a tough job just, because they run through He's a stomp
1: prop guy. Mm-hmm. He's a prop master, actually. It, it, uh, it, it, have to speak true to the, to the form. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Prop master. He's
0: a minor. So I don't know about that. Um, so, Aunt Beth. Yes. Uh, I wanted to follow up on that. Right. David Mamet David Mammoth. As a character, what's it like to write for such an amazing author?
1: To write for David Ma- to to write yeah that must be intimidating to Ma- Ma- write for David. Mamet. It's really not uh, intimidating because you know, for me, I grew up with his plays, um, Ophelia, Name three or four of them, Ophelia, and the other couple. Um, that and, checks out. Yes, and I, he, the way that he writes is, you, as you all know, it's colloquial. Mm-hmm. So so say say something.
0: Hey oh, you. No.
1: Oh no. Oh um, could well, we? I was gonna. No, we were gonna start from. And end scene. That's a David Madden scene. Wow. So, I think it's really beautiful and really speaks to um, the heart of what I would like my writing to be. Except mine has better words.
0: Can Colin and I try?
1: So yeah, I yeah.
0: Okay, so you tell us when to start.
1: Okay, and it lights up. Hey
2: you, uh, um, what? what do you get off of my lawn? I, I'm on this is my half of the lawn, and you stay on your half. We well, this
0: I'm lawn so sick right of you down the middle, coming over to my place.
2: I told you, you get half of
0: my lawn. I get half of your lawn. We're in the pharmacy.
1: Blackout. Good, <laughs> good. That was actually really good. And that was
0: David Mamet. That was David Mamet. I yes, I think I get it.
1: So I actually wanted to I, circle I back. Get you get it? it. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that I love David Mamet, but I'm not intimidated because I'm better. So <laughs> that actually gives yeah. me
0: an idea for a book about mm-hmm. a little kid named mm-hmm. Tim, oh. whose dad is Rick Ross.
1: Does. Do you Did, mind
0: if I use that? I don't mind. It's sort of inspired by Tim, yours. Does
1: Tim also um I I love to have inspiration. Uh you know. Does Tim also smoke cigarettes?
0: One a day. Huh. But this is a different book? Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. I need as many books as possible because I'm kind of living book check to book check.
1: Yeah. That's good for you though. I get
2: yeah. one paycheck per book. And I'm also trying to write a lot of books because I have like three big bookshelves, but I don't none of the books that I Read. I don't like them, you don't so I don't, like don't want to put them on there. So I'm just mm. trying to fill. <laughs> I'm just trying to. You're trying so to fill up. up I'm those trying to fill them with stuff I write. stuff I stuff like. You like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. yeah. I like
1: to put on the CDs on. Oh. oh, I should just
2: put CDs on my yeah. bookshelf. Do you guys like Blind Melon? I love one yes. song by Blind Melon. Yeah, and kind of one other song by Blind Melon. What's the kind of one? The I think it's called Galaxy. Yeah, and it That's was the only one I like. Oh, yeah. that's the only one yeah. you like? You yeah. know who
1: I love? What? 3LW. Players, they gonna play. And haters, they gonna hate. Mm. Mm. Ballers, they gonna uh, ball. We don't
2: have the rights to this, so... <laughs> I, oh, I, I'm really, sorry. Uh, oh, we'll cut that. Okay. So, yeah. I had a question. <laughs> you, when, when this goes out, it's just gonna be one long beep where you were singing. I'm
0: sorry. Um, Aunt Beth Beth. Yes, Beth Beth. You so captured... Good. Thank you. The... S- Nature and the tone of what a teenager, or even younger, an eleven-year-old yes. feels, and it was just the this coffee, world. the Today Show, the cigarettes, yes. the wine. Yeah, they there brought- was just so yeah. many details. How do you get into even the name Sierra? Definitely a yes. name that an eleven-year-old. Sure, yeah, that just speaks to me and my yeah. inadequacies. I only hang out with people older than me yes. as a rule. Yes. How do you get into that, you know, how do you pull all those details? That headspace. Yeah. To no. be an 11-year-old. Thank and you. And to, to capture that experience so perfectly. Thank and to you. really get into that headspace and to get those details of being an 11-year-old. Until how you do just that. Just get Thank into you. the headspace. I, to
1: get into and, the headspace, yeah.
0: And then furthermore, just to finish my mm. question, how do you really just like... Try transport yourself into the space, space uh, of, of Ciara's head. If
1: I could get this right, are you asking me how do I get into, well, uh, the headspace? Oh, that's of a an much better way of putting it, actually. No, that's, s- yeah, Ciara. Sure. I, think that's, I think that was
2: the question. essence of what Michael's yeah, question was. Yeah, that was the gist of it. Good yeah.
1: question. Well, you know, it's actually pretty easy for me because um, I have a yacht. So, and that's... Kids I,
2: love those things. Yes,
1: kids. That's what it is. The Kids love yachts. Um, I care for it. So sometimes I just, I, I don't even need to be on it. I could be uh, s- um, polishing it. And then that to me is very, um, it reminds me of being a co- child because yeah. my dad would say, go to polish the yacht. He yeah. did work at the Pizza Hut, but we had a yacht. It was family money. You know, we
2: well, worked at the pizza yacht.
1: Mm, very good.
0: Slices on the sea.
1: Slices on the sea delightful i'm going to write that down for my next ya novel slices in the sea anyway so so i i polished my yacht and i just that remember gives me an idea oh, for a book interesting what is it
0: tim it's about a guy named tim Oh. and he What's it feel like? it's called the young man and the pizza and he takes
2: you, and he's, he's looking for like the biggest slice he has not go to a big to see. slice. In a while. he's going for a big slice do you think we should collaborate
1: and... perhaps cuz i write girls and you write boys i just don't know if
2: it's so. Wait, are you suggesting a book uh, oh. where there's a boy and a girl in
1: it? Yeah, you know what? I want to go back to my headspace, the yacht. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then I put a lollipop in my mouth, and then I spit it out, because I remember I don't eat sugar, because um, I'm 40, you know? And um, then I just create. Wow. And by create, mm. I mean I speak aloud my thoughts and, the, and to my Alexa, and she records them, and she can read them back.
0: Alexa is like, the name of your servant? Yes, Correct. <laughs> That's, I mean, I love hearing about process. And to answer your question, yes, I would like to collaborate on the young man and the pizza slice.
1: Okay. Can we get that written on paperwork? Yes, I can do it. Let me just run and get paper and a quill pen. Thank you, Alexa.
0: No problem. So fun to work for you.
1: I pay her. Uh,
0: I've slipped. i slipped. No, I
1: don't care. I don't, okay, okay.
0: I think I broke my leg. Someone put jello on the stairs. Oh, I'm Okay. (laughs)
1: She's a really kooky girl. Um, I like her. Yeah, she's she's (laughs) kooky.
0: So, um, Ciara is trying so hard to impress her daddy. Correct. Is that something
2: that you struggle with? Because it can be just so hard, so hard to impress a daddy sometimes. Yeah. Daddies have such high standards, and they're so hard to impress.
0: Especially when you're young, and it's hard to get daddy's attention.
1: Yes, well... um, (laughs) My daddy was always proud of me. Um mm. no matter what I did, relentlessly proud to the to the extent where I didn't like it. You know, you okay. know those parents where they're so proud of you and they just support you at every turn and you're really lucky and blessed. And so I acted out by um writing novels because mm. you know, he didn't really think
2: he was more of a pizza guy. Yeah. Well, well he, he wanted guy. me to
1: do he wanted me to do any anything, and I think that was what the thing was is that I I was bad at writing, so I thought, well, I'll just do the thing that I'm bad at. But then that's how I became good. Oh, that makes sense. If you think about it like yeah.
0: that, I wish I had that experience. What was your daddy like? He was always working he, at the
2: Nestle factory. Nestle. He
1: invented
0: wait. chocolate
2: chips. So and wait, you know what? This is just ringing this a is... bell. There, I huh. I forget now. I'm realizing like the timeline was kind of similar. Didn't your like dad like like have to pay a lot for a lawsuit like around the same time that you got? It's just so hard to get his
0: attention, and sometimes it's like you'll do anything to just sort of like I don't know, make a headline or shake things up. Your dad, you're like not you. You came into great wealth, but like your dad, like seeing your dad cry at your own funeral. What would be cooler?
1: Uh, Okay, I I have a couple um a couple things I think um. Reading one of my new novels—that would be pretty cool. Um, having a glass of white wine in the Cancun sandals—I know I mentioned that in my excerpt, but it—it it actually is really the good—the good sandals because they don't let kids in. Hmm.
0: Yes, that's
2: yeah. key to a vacation. Yes. No, I, I have a—I have a question. I'm Aunt, ready for Aunt it. And Beth, Beth. do you have any advice to young kids listening who may want to grow up and take your place?
1: Re- oh. You know that question did take a turn from me because I had advice. Mm. I always have. You thought advice. it
2: was gonna. The question was gonna end um, halfway through. Just be a normal. I, I question. Yes, because I do
1: give any advice, and yeah. I do. I, and I would say yes. Um, of course. But you know what? I do have advice for kids who want to grow up and take my place. Um, I would say get into cardigans earlier. You know, mm. and I think also. Understand that red wine is not going to work for you. It's just not girlfriend. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you
2: don't want to walk around white, with White wine, a, wine will? Or white
1: wine will, and that will help you write. And also, you know, they say they, they have that saying. They have that saying Um, um d- write drunk and edit c- even drunker. And mm-hmm. I think you can push it.
0: Yeah. Write, drunk, edit, blackout.
1: Yes, correct.
0: And I just want to say, which, which, it's true, get into Cardigans earlier. And Alex, did we lock down the uh, sponsorship by uh, cardigans, cardigans Select? He's saying yes. Yes, so uh, we just want to say Cardigans, the sweater that goes almost all the way.
1: Bing, bing, bing. And, oh. <laughs> and I just want to say
2: that that the uh, 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 write, drunk, edit, blackout. Uh, blacking out is kind of a way of editing your own thoughts, mm. so very, yes. very smart to
0: do. Yes, you got to well. kill your darlings, and you got to kill your brain cells. Aunt Beth, we're almost at the end of our time here, and we just had a couple rapid-fire questions. Great. Um, <clears throat> I'm what's from your Oklahoma. Favorite? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I'm from
1: Oklahoma.
2: That's not, a, don't mm-hmm. care. Okay. <laughs> what's your favorite font? Purple. And what famous author is probably an asshole?
1: Marty Fly. Marty McFly.
2: <laughs> the character from Back to the Future.
1: Yes, if he, if he
2: wrote, he probably was. He's he, already stealing. I don't. I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, but he's already stealing like Chuck Berry songs. You. He's yeah. probably a plagiarist. Or something. But also, second
1: second follow up would be Abraham Lincoln.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, paperback,
0: hardcover, Kindle, or drinking until you fall asleep.
1: Uh, drinking, obviously, that's insane.
0: Mm. Mm. Hottest letter, purple. All of the letters in purple. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you weren't a famous author, who would you be?
1: A uh, knight in shining armor. To myself.
2: What's the last book you read?
1: Um, Mary Poppins, and it was the script for the musical.
2: Well,
0: Aunt Beth um,
1: said it. That's it. I don't want to say that.
0: You don't want (laughs) us to say that. You're not ready for it to end. Whatever are we? We wish this could go on and on. One
1: one final question. Okay, thank God.
2: I know you said you you don't write about boys or men. Mm -mm. Would you ever consider writing a book about us? You too? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all I need to But do. you would have no. to
1: be clowns, and you would have to be um, actually dogs. Dog clowns. Dog so, clowns. So it's your spirits inside the dog clowns, so. I think that you, actually... had
0: at, you had it at us. Yes, you would write mm. a book
1: about
2: us, and then you lost me with everything and else And then
1: you, you would have to be in Spain, somewhere fun and a place I want to visit, so.
2: That actually... Gives me an idea for wait what? A book. So no? the dog clown thing actually mm-hmm. gave me an idea for a book. Yeah. What about two really handsome uh body Normal guys. body models?
1: Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Body walking models. down the runway. Oh. And it's Spain. about us in Spain.
1: And maybe one boy is named Tim?
0: I'd read the shit out of that yeah. book. And it's called Tim, the boy who grew up to be two body models. <laughs> Aunt Beth, thank you so much for joining us. It has um, been a real pleasure. And can you just really quickly uh, let us know the sneak peek of the title of the next book you're going to write?
1: Yes, it's going to be Wine All the Time. If you gotta be fine, it's Mr. Wine Time. Mamma Mia.
2: <laughs> a book a about lot a woman. <laughs> A lot more rhymes in that title than and the that, other ones. I love well,
1: it. Well, yeah, that's but because it's also a YA novel, so you have to kind of You got to keep rhyme. their it's, it, been it fun it's for so the kids. hard
2: to keep their attention, and you got to yeah. do it. They like music and it's almost Correct. rhyming is almost
1: music. Correct. It's fantastic. I'm the writer, so. Forever
0: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. <laughs> <laughs> Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. <laughs>